The dream never changes. A man stands at a distance, frame illuminated by the light. A smoky overtone flows above his head, with his face shrouded in darkness. The man makes no move. He just waits for that very special day. The one where I give in and become like him. He expects it, anticipates it, waits for it. But he'll wait a while longer. We're not alone. There are guests tonight. Sir, can you hear me? Yes. Can you, can you see me? <laughs> yes. Bobby, he can see me. He can hear me. Not now, Manuel. Can he, can he, can he? This, this is the one. You said that about the last one. And I was right. Up until she walked through me, okay, I know. What if this fellow talked back to you? Would that convince you? Sir, sir, could you uh, talk back to her? Hello, Connie. What did he just say? It's even better. I didn't even think about asking him to say your name. Manuel, you better not be fucking with me. Honey, he said your name. A stranger said your name. How would I set that up? He's looking at me like I'm a person. I know, I know, I know. Are you, are you real? As far as I know. Oh my God, I Manuel. I know. You have to help us. Is it easy, honey? No, please. We have been here for so long. How long have you both been here? We don't know. We don't even know how we got here. You're in a dream. My dream. One that I've had for a long time. How could we be in your dream? We don't even know you. Well, it's not just my dream, it's lots of dreams. Like dream world? Exactly, a dream plane. So how did we get here? That's what we're gonna find out. Connie and Manuel knew little. They had no memory of life before the dream plane, or what brought them here. They didn't even know if Connie and Manuel were their real names. You're leaving? I'll be back. What will you find out? We didn't give you much. I, I don't know yet, but I'll find something. Before you go, who's the man? Connie. He doesn't look friendly. Dreams can't hurt you, but even if they could, he doesn't want you. He only wants me. Connie and Manuel were their real names. 
their landlord found them on the floor of their apartment a few months earlier. They've been in a coma at New York Presbyterian ever since. Their apartment was clean. Too clean. Family and friends had beaten me here and made it all nice and pretty. Kind, but frustrating. Whatever books or ingredients they used would no longer be obvious. And I had to be fast. Some of Connie and Manuel's family were out to dinner, but they would be back shortly. Fortunately, I didn't have to look long. Does a white hexagon with red sparks mean anything to you? Not to me. No. There's a poster of it in your room. It's a symbol for eternity, or more accurately, the symbol for pursuing eternity. What? Are we religious? The pursuit of eternity is the pursuit of permanence. The idea of creating a static projection of an area of your life that remains forever unchanged. I still don't understand. Let's say you had a dog and you wanted to be a puppy forever. That could actually be done. In theory. So what did we want to stay the same? Excuse me? Excuse me. Oh, hello. Must have dozed off. Are you family? Detective. Is there something I should... Nothing yet. We're working on it. Well, I'll just do my own thing then. Why are they in commas? We don't know. I spent years training for this, learning about the human body, what it does and why. We know more than we've ever known, but there's still gaps and it bugs the hell out of me that we can't fill them. Even now, with all we know. Have there been others? Sometimes. A woman came in with her brother a couple of weeks back, woke up, and died. Never found out what was wrong with him. So what comes next? Stories. About their lives before. How happy they were. Just for me, so I can keep going when it's hard. Connie and Manuel met by chance on a cold winter night. They were both waiting for a cab, and Manuel offered to share one with her. They started with the cold, and then talked about their jobs, and then the cab stopped and Connie gave him her card. The families were against it, of course, seeing the other as unfit for their son or daughter. But they hung on, despite all the resistance, and they tied the knot, together no matter what. Even now, where can I find Manuel and Connie's things? Oh, um, I could take you to them. That would be wonderful. Your love was leaving. Not in your lives, but in the people around you. There were messages of friends breaking off relationships, ending marriages. And you were afraid this awful trend would sink its teeth into both of you. So you asked the ether for permanence of the one thing your community was losing, love itself. 
But what does that have to do with this place? Are either of you sick of each other? Had days at each other's throats? No, we always seem to be okay. okay. You got what you wanted, just not in the way you wanted it. So what happens now? I can send you back, or you can stay here. If you stay here, your love will last forever, as it feels right now. But if I send you back, your love could change, dissipate, end. The risk is in the living. What do you want to do? Connie and Manuel met on a warm summer day through a friend. They lived in different parts of the country but kept in touch, first by email and eventually by phone. The families were nervous. Manuel's heart had been broken and Connie's fiancé had died. But they went on anyway, and the road led them together. Even in their fear, within a sea of dreams, there was a path forward and in the end, a way out. I'm sorry, officer. What is this all about? You told me your story, so now I'm telling you mine, with one small difference. Mine goes on. Good evening, miss. Episode 4, This Is Forever, starring Leslie Liggett-Hellum as Connie, Nikai Mirtenbaum as Manuel, Lacey Marie Myers as Nurse, Jacob Quinn as The Man With No Name, and Music and Sound by Circle Tone. Thanks for listening.